Hey, Joel here. It's Dining Around, eating and drinking across the Bay Area and sometimes around the world. I love checking in at places to find out what's going on, what's the hat, what's the scene on the hill. I know that sounds kind of odd coming from me, but uh, let's face it. In the city of San Francisco, there are so many different neighborhoods, and each of the neighborhoods has bright and shining stars. And today, we're high atop Knob Hill in San Francisco at one of the brightest and the shiniest stars. Uh, we are at the Ritz-Carlton San Francisco at 600 Stockton Street, and we're speaking with Michael Rotundo. He is the executive chef of Parallel 37, Chef Rotunda, thanks for having us at your restaurant. Hey, Joel. Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see Are you. Are you saying that because it's going to be a full moon today? Uh, shining stars? Shall, well, very... come on. No, no. This is this is one of these places that when you read about the history of San Francisco and you, you know, all of the ancient stuff and you come forward and you say, hold it. There's this big, beautiful hotel, this much lauded kitchen and dining room as well. And seeing the succession of chefs who have participated in it, it's, it's really inspiring. And you are, of course, the latest star in this succession of chefs. Uh, let's talk about your taking over. I know this is a couple of years ago, but Parallel 37, the, the, the cuisine and the dining here at the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, I started four years ago. Um, again, like you said, iconic hotel, a lot of history with some amazing chefs. So I, I've, I still feel humbled to, to be a part of this, the history of the, the building and the history of Parallel 37. And we've really just evolved this restaurant into a, a exciting, fun, um, you know, stomping ground for, for just beautiful food and wine experiences throughout the city. Um, and you know what we're gonna feature uh, with you know our partnership with John Charles and and these uh, amazing wine dinners that we have in store. Um, you know, I'm the team and myself are very excited. Well, let's talk about that. Like Jean Charles, you mentioned Jean Charles. He's referring to, of course, Jean Charles Boisset, who is. Uh, I can't call him the king of sparkles, but he certainly is a sparkling king. Uh, he has interests in a number of different places. Those of you in Canada, you'll know Cache de la Fache and Neige, but here in California, there's Deloche, there's Buena Vista, there's Raymond's, and his own JCB line, and I know that there are others as well. But you're working with him. He has a, 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 a sparkling bar here, a bubble lounge here in the Ritz-Carlton. He does. He is right adjacent to our, our lobby in the, in the main part of the hotel, um, um, it opened up over a year ago. It's very successful. They are, you know, recommending and selling some of their best uh, wines that they have to offer. And uh, we thought it'd be great to, to link up and, and do a fun wine dinner. Mm -hmm. And I happen to know this uh, from experience that if you are a person who has a group, a very small group of individuals, you can actually use the space together as a private function. But what is it like working alongside a personality such as that? Or how do you come up with a menu to go along with wines with such personality? Well, I think it's I think it's easy when the product is is like it is. His wines are you know are spectacular. They're very unique, stylistic, like he likes to put it. Um, so when I like to when I pair food and wine, you know I need to taste the wine before I even come up with any type of ideas. It's always going to be seasonal, driven, very local. Like we are proud to serve at the restaurant. Um, you know, and it's got to be, it's got to have an evolution of flavors through, from the beginning, first bite to the very end. Mm -hmm. So we're doing some cool, you know, shellfish courses with some, you know, he has a beautiful uh, white Bordeaux that, um, that I always think of shellfish, um, you know, or, or it could be a raw vegetarian course or, you know, sometimes 
we like to do raw vegan courses here at the restaurant. So I mean, it could be it could be anything, but you know, the once you have that beautiful pairing of um, of a unique wine that he has selected to be drank, and uh, you know, and I've been working on a dish for for a couple of weeks, I think the pairing can be pretty magical. Mm-hmm. And that for the diner themselves is um, it's an interesting and exciting concept as well. I myself have had a few different dinners here at Parallel 37, including one with John and Nancy Lassiter, uh, Lassiter of Pixar, and uh, Amapola Creek. And they did a wine dinner here that you and your kitchen put together the menu. And that small, intimate experience, to me, was really a, a revelation in a space where you wanted a California comfort uh, along with the elevated cuisine that happened. And I think that that whole experience that I had a couple of years ago here uh, with the Lassiter's and with Amapola Creek, that was one of those uh, propelling forward moments to me. I said, yes, absolutely. If there was a wine dinner that happened here, I would totally want to be a part of it because you pay attention to that, every aspect of the wine and every aspect of the food. Yeah, I do. I think working at Charlie Trotter's uh, for eight years really impacted my ability to, you know, pair uh, food and wine successfully. And uh, I appreciate that you enjoyed that dinner. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, they're they're very unique. They're educational. um, And you really just you know, you can't mimic that experience that you had at any of these wine dinners. You're never going to replicate that experience, right. which is very cool. And you man- mentioned the late chef, Charlie Trotter. In your experience as a young chef, how did that training come about or what specific things did you do? Or is there anything that you did in order to learn or increase your knowledge of food and wine pairing? The cuisine, um, really we we worked around the wine so all the cuisine was focused around pairing you know is it going to pair with a white wine or a red wine um and we just kind of worked the food into it so if you know it it wasn't like i want to do a scallop course it's you know we have a viognier that we're offering uh we got a great deal Uh, by the bottle, you know, let's do a scallop course that's going to work with this Viognier. Okay. So, th- so that's kind of how it always worked. And it just, you know, when you're doing it 18 hours a day, again, I worked there for eight years, it just, it, you kind of, um, it's in your blood. And so I, w- I was just fortunate to be in that, in that space at that time. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, it's very, I'm very familiar with, you know, uh, pairings. And, um, and again, I always like to you know, some you go to some wine dinners and chefs like to just you know take their most popular dish and and oh yeah that'll work with that cabernet and I'll just never do that. It, right. I have to taste the wines first and sometimes the the winery is like okay I have to send you know eight bottles to the chef and he'll you know I don't, I'm not gonna drink the whole bottle no Joe, but if you come over I will <laughs> um, but yeah I have to taste There's the wine offer. and then we and then we we will uh, write the menus on but the spot that puts. Um that really gives respect and deference to the wine. I and mean, the winemaker has spent so much time. I mean, obviously wine is not something that you just go out in the yard and pick. It takes such a huge amount of time to, to grow and to, to, to bottle and to, anyway, all of the stuff that goes along with making wine. It doesn't happen just, just in a day and a half. So you want to give it that much time. And the expression of the, of the actual wine itself is different by varietal and it's different by year. Right. And you, you never want to dominate the wine. So mm-hmm. you're always going to, produce food that is going to just kind of highlight the wine and, and show its, its nuances. Mm-hmm. Now, I asked you a little bit about 
the food and wine pairing with Chef Charlie Trotter. As you moved around through your career, because you worked in Europe for a number of years, when you came back to the United States, what effect did that have, if any, the European experience on what you're doing in the United States? Well, I think, you know, in, in Europe, you know, you're just experiencing cultures and their way of life and their way of and how they eat and how they dine. And for me, that was very educational. Um, you know, just living in, in London uh, for two years and then and then, you know, traveling to Italy and France and Spain. Um, you know, you just you really have a love for the people. And I think that you, you know, when you go to come back to America, you you just you know, you remember all these different styles of food and, and way of life, and you can just kind of, you know, put that into your your cuisine. And mm -hmm. and that's, that, that's, that, that's what was fun for me with traveling. And, uh, you know, I wish I can hop on a plane tomorrow. And, right. uh, you know, <laughs> well, don't know. we all? Yeah. But, I mean, we can, in a way, do that, in, in theory, when we visit a nice restaurant, a fine restaurant. I mean, you can have a course or a dish from a chef who's been to the region and maybe close your eyes and imagine that you're in the south of France or imagine that you're in the north of Italy or wherever it is that they may have taken um, taken reference from. Right. So we'll, we'll be romantic and say that's just as good as a first-class plane ticket. Yeah, no, for sure. And I don't want to have this open invitation that you can just have whatever you want, but we, you do know I do. I work in the Ritz-Carlton. Right. Uh, so you pretty much can have anything you want. And, uh, <laughs> you know, when you, you know, I, I have an affinity to, you know, cook, you know, food from the south southern part of Italy, and then I love Japanese food, so I love raw seafood and Japanese cuisine. So when you have the ability to, you know, create dishes that are um, mimic almost exactly how the cuisine should be, mm -hmm. um, it's good for it, it's great for guests, our hotel guests and locals alike. Right, and those people who are visiting, of course from across the country and around the world, they get to experience the best that California has to offer right here in your kitchen. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that's why I love this. I love this area. And Farmers markets constantly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we get the we get the first of all the uh, seasonal produce before anyone else gets it. And, <laughs> it's, we're and the visitor has to smile and say, thanks so much. Can I get it in Cleveland? And you're like, not yet. <laughs> not no. Yet. Yeah. In, in Wait a month. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. I know my parents are coming to town and they're very, very excited. They're coming from London, Canada. And they're like, I'm so happy. We're not going to have to eat Brussels sprouts every single day and cauliflower that has been shipped in. Yeah. Sorry, mom and dad. Michael, thank you so much for having us. It's a pleasure, Joel. Thank I appreciate you. it. Chef Michael Rotundo, the restaurant's Parallel 37 at the Ritz-Carlton in San Francisco, 600 Stockton Street. The Ritz-Carlton really is a part of the community. I, I say that uh, from experience. I have attended and participated in benefit dinners for the, for the James Beard Foundation, uh, for a number of other local and national charities, uh, the Tibetan Aid Foundation, they did an, they've done events here as well, and also Food Runners. Um, there was an event that the Ritz-Carlton San Francisco put on uh, about a week or so ago for Mary Risley's charity Food Runners, which is enormously important for lots of individuals here. So if you're listening around, you know, in any other part of the country, you might not know who she is or what that is, but the reason I bring it up is that 
as a member of the community, giving your time and being part of it is incredibly important. It just shows that a property like this is not just saying, hey, I'm here for the visitor. They're here for the visitor and the local alike, for the business traveler and for those people who live in the neighborhood and live in the area. You can check them out, ritzcarlton.com backslash San Francisco. Again, the restaurant's Parallel 37. Make a dinner reservation, Chef Michael Rotundo. I'll make sure that we pop up tweet and Instagram information about the Jean-Charles Boisset dinner uh, that if you haven't had a ticket, maybe in the future you'll be able to get a seat at another one. I'm Joel. More food, wine, and travel next time on Dining Around.